1: Welcome back to the FlowTrack Podcast. Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. The website, you go to FlowTrack.org slash podcast. You can find all the old episodes there. You can see Lincoln and Gordon and my face. You can see Lincoln's reaction as he dissects the great Netflix hit, Shoe King. Uh, if you want to hear just the audio, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Lincoln, good morning. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh woke up to some thunderstorms out here in northeast central Texas, as I like to call it. Uh <laughs> I had to reboot my Wi-Fi, but uh if, you know, if that's the if that's the toughest thing I have going on so far, it's not it's not too bad. Um yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good. Good.
1: I was woken up at 5:30 by really bright flashes of lightning it was it was very intense and i i was thinking my internet was going to be gone and then if you lose your internet right now you don't really have anything that's the only thing keeping us connected at this point uh it's true i don't live in northeast central texas i just (laughs) i live in like northeast austin so i'm closer to civilization than you i would be worried if i was you you're way far out there now
0: Well, there are other human beings and, you know, it's a town of 15,000 people. It's not 150. (laughs) They have buildings and electricity, fortunately enough. Uh, We weren't so sure, but uh, I'm doing okay right now. So uh, even though it's a little, you know, I'm a little away from civilization, uh, Mm -hmm. I I think I'm going to be all right. On today's show, now we know
1: it's NAU Week on the site. It's famous worldwide. Everybody knows that, that that's going on this week on the site. And when you think of NAU, Lincoln, you think of distance running. And they didn't get a chance to run that indoor championships. But if they did, perhaps NAU could have won the entire thing with distance runners. And that would have certainly proclaimed them atop the mountain, at least currently, as distance runner U. So that got me thinking, what are the other U's out there? You know, they do this in other sports in the NCAA landscape. You know, there's linebacker U. There's point guard U. Schools that are synonymous with excellence in a particular area. So I thought, yeah. why not track? Why not we go event group by event group, and in some cases, event by event, dig into the history a little bit and figure out who has earned that
0: title. Okay, I'm I'm ready for it.
1: <laughs> You're not sold yet, but I will sell you soon. Yeah. Let me t- let me tell you the ground rules. Not in the ground rules, but just the way i think that this should be handled and you can you can push back on this if you like these are not set in stone um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: i was looking for a balance at least somewhat between the genders so if a school completely dominated on the women's side of things historically in an event but didn't really have any presence uh, for the men or vice versa that didn't score as many points with me as some sort of balance between the two. Do you think that's fair?
0: I do. It's going to be weird to not declare certain schools that have been really dominant on one gender as quote-unquote 800U or 400U, but I, that makes that makes a ton of sense.
1: Yeah, and with that, it's not like they needed to win the exact amount of titles, but there needed to be some presence in both of them. And we'll have sure. to some more examples as we go along. The other thing, I mostly base this on outdoors. I mostly base this on outdoors a little bit when we get to distance events in, in cross country, too. I think we can throw that in when you talk about what what is actually distance running you. You know, is it NAU? Is it Stanford? Is it Arkansas? Is it Oregon? Is it Villanova? Um, yep. So that – I factored that in. Of course, the maxim of a lot of coaches and of this show is there are no indoor Olympics. So I didn't put too much weight into indoor
0: performances yeah you never know though maybe we'll bring in the Olympics indoors sometime if we can continue <laughs> to get creative with how we're trying to resume sports but yes as it stands right now no indoor Olympics I think we're going farther outdoors I think that's what
1: the research is telling us we want to be yeah, outside, outside. Not, yeah, yeah yeah not inside yeah. I skewed these more I don't want to say I skewed them more to the modern era but it's tough you know the first women's uh NCAA championship in the 80s right the men's goes back much further but of course a lot of those early championships weren't contested in the same manner. I think that's interesting when you're talking about breaking ties and stuff. But I tried and I did it's not like I looked up okay these this is how many people have won championships since the two thousands. Like the nineties and eighties are obviously represented in there. Um but in general I think skewing towards the modern era is is good. We're gonna embrace the recency bias with
0: these Lincoln. I'm fine with that. I mean the eighties you know they're not i don't think they're gonna have too many people we can we can uh we can kind of crap on the 80s a little bit easier than we can maybe the modern era so the uh three four decades ago doesn't have as much weight as it stands I mean I wasn't even alive in the 80s so you would have to you would have to go solo there I don't know anything about the 80s so
1: well and it's tough too when the women's championship doesn't start until the 80s and then you're comparing with the men's championship which had gone on for uh decades before that it's it's tough to match those up again I have I've pulled in numbers you know notable performances from farther back but I'm just saying in general these are these are general guidelines here and I I viewed it sort of like a a championship belt, if you will. Someone has it, and then once another team gets it, then they then they take over. So it Makes is sense. possible, or almost, I guess, with the belt, it gets vacated, right, in boxing after a while if it's not used. So we could also dig into it that way. Hey, maybe this team was they racked up a bunch of things in the in the early nineties and mid nineties, but maybe they haven't done a bunch in that event for several years and then it opens up the opportunity for somebody else to claim, to claim that mantle. So all that hmm. being said, it's subjective is what I'm saying. This is a subjective really? list. Yes. Really? This is not a Uh Yeah. <laughs> I will, I will be sending this to the NCAA uh, yeah. hall of fame, wherever it is. Um, I don't, do you have any strong feelings, any other guidelines you want to put in place before we get going track fans in particular? That's why we need to do all these disclaimers up top
0: do I have any particular uh, I mean as usual it's just all about into like titles for me. I think that's the thing that I don't care mm-hmm. if you've had 6000 all-american honors. I mean I think you've you line that out yourself. So just just to be clear up top though, it's not about you know if your program has had 17,000 eighth place finishers throughout your year. It's the titles matter way way way, way more.
1: And I did I will mention times as well too, marks, as well, because I, sure. I think that's that's that could be significant uh, as well too. Because sometimes there's a person who had a bad NCAA meet or got hurt, right? But they're still in the top ten all time, and I think that's noteworthy. Let's yep. dive in. Let's start in. Okay. Hundred meter, you. Hundred meter, you. I feel pretty confident in giving the title of hundred meter, you, to the LSU Tigers let's look first at the women's side of things lincoln they have eight different women who have won the hundred so they yeah, have a past in this they have a past in this event and they also have a present in this event the last yeah. three women's hundred meter champions lsu 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 shakari richardson Elia hobbs micaiah briscoe you want to look at their depth you want to look at their depth the three fastest four by ones in history have been run by the LSU Tigers. They have names aplenty here. Then you go to the men's side of things, and it's not like the men haven't done it. The men have three NCAA champions in the 100, Xavier Carter, Richard Thompson, and Trendon Holiday. We know the men's 4x1 is always in the mix at the NCAA meet. So I would say the title of 100 Meter U goes to...
0: LSU yeah I don't this isn't even close to me I mean this isn't even close if you go back two years ago you know before Shakari Richardson was on campus at LSU and then all of a sudden she comes in and surprises pretty much everyone runs 1075 wins the NCAA title as a freshman but you look at you know, let's not forget what Aliyah Hobbs did a couple years before. went in, in 2018, Briscoe won the year before that, and then of course for nearly 30 years, or it was 30 years, Don Sewell had the had the uh, the NCAA record. Not as strong on the men's side, but that's only just for the fact that the women have just been so stinking dominant. So they've won in they've won how many titles in a row? Is it three in a row? 17, 18, and 19? Yeah, three women's, With three different people. That's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and then again, you go back to the early '80s with this meet, and I, as I said, more weight to the present era. But eight different women have won it just since the '80s, and the three yeah. fastest marks—the three fastest marks of all time—you mentioned their names right there: in Richardson, Sowell, and Aaliyah Hobbs. It's yeah. very populated with with LSU Tigers, and again, it's tough to measure depth because you're not really combing in to the eighth place finishers and the fifth place finishers. But in the 100, we have that luxury because we have a four by one. So that does help measure depth in that event. And they've been incredible there as well, too. You could almost extend this. We want to extend this to be sprint you and include the 100 and the 200 because you go to the 200, they have NCAA champions there as well. Someone like Kimberlyn Duncan, who was fantastic.
0: Yep. for them. Yep.
1: You could almost extend this to be 100 and 200U doesn't sound as cool. I think you either got to be 100U or you got to be sprint you uh, Working just, on the branding a, here.
0: Yeah, I understand. And you would definitely want that title because it sounds way better. But I I, I I, don't want people that are 400 meter fans or 400 meter runners to be confused at all because oh, okay, LSU has had some 400 meter runners, but they certainly have been nowhere close to their exploits in the 100 and the 200. I just get a little nervous. Now, we could have the argument of, you know, you could definitely make a, a Sprint U overall. You know, USC is going to factor in. We'll talk about them in a moment. But then they haven't necessarily had the 100 and 200 meter prowess relative to to LSU. So uh, that's a tough one to to do. It'd mm-hmm. have to obviously be 400 and under. But, uh, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not going to call the police on you if you declare them as Sprint U. But I might have to stop you. Stop. You know, communicating with you as a, as a person, it's it's that troublesome because I mean, the four hundred is a sprint event. Let's not be let's not get confused.
1: Short sprint, you do you want to short sprint you? That's yeah, just too many words. Too many yeah. words. Yeah, right? I mean,
0: they're gonna want to declare themselves as sprint you. Just like the 2017 Houston Astros declared themselves as the World Series champion when everyone knows different, but <laughs> it is uh, it's a situation. I don't I don't want to get caught in the weeds too much here. They're definitely 100 meter and 200 meter U. 100 meters flash here, so why don't we just call it the 100, 100 meter U for LSU? But it is okay. definitive. I don't think you have any debate. I think it's going to be one of those. There will only be one or two, maybe three events here where it's like super clear that it is one school. And but it, here it's LSU.
1: Yeah, some other names to consider, Oregon, at least on the women's side, Prandini, Gardner, Washington, all won titles. Obviously, Hannah Cunliffe ran very fast. Houston, they got six men's titles going back to the 80s all the way through to Cameron Burrell. We know how good their 4 by one is. You could throw them in the mix. Uh, Tennessee, five men's titles I didn't know. And if you do include the 200, Florida State, uh, they had a huge run of titles there with mitchell and then before that walter walter Dix. but yeah i'm i also tried to look a little bit past if you just do a raw count and then you had like two people three pete and it was and it was a couple decades apart then you run up a big number but it's really just a couple people so i tried to i tried to Mm -hmm. look at how how many how many people were actually winning those titles not just the raw number but yeah. The LSU, the LSU number of eight different women winning that title is mighty impressive. And you go back to that mm-hmm. run of how many years in a row did they win it? I know you got the you have the historical results in front of you, but there was a run when Pat Henry was at the helm when the LSU women just ran off title after title after title after title. Um, similar yeah. to kind of how Oregon was doing it in the in the, I guess, odds
0: twenty tens however you'd say that the early. Yeah. They won one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven 10, 11 titles in a row. Jeez. that's just <laughs> so you're going to have some like good how people. How's that even possible? <laughs> also, Pat Henry has been coaching for a long time. Those are my two observations.
1: Yeah. That's a good take there by Lincoln. Okay. Let's go to fo- the 400. Let's go to 400 meter U quarter mile U, whatever you want to call it. Now for a while, I remember when Baylor had this title.
0: Yeah, And Baylor See, had this title. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I think Baylor and Clyde Hart, Michael Johnson, Jeremy Warner—they've declared themselves 400 U. Maybe in the in the past, and I I feel bad that I'm going to have to write them a letter and tell them they're no longer 400 meter U. And maybe they never truly were it's just a sheer numbers game. I mean, if we're just doing quality, you know, they've got a fair fight. Um, but they, they don't. They don't yeah so who do you like in this one well i see that you've pointed out usc i mean that that makes tons of sense you go obviously michael norman bryson nellum quincy watts i mean we have one mm-hmm. the collegiate record holder and michael norman indoor world record holder Quincy Watts, who had the world record or excuse me, the uh the collegian record before Fred Curley broke it in, whatever that was, twenty seventeen. I mean, they've been all mm-hmm. over it. And then you look at the Raw stats, thirteen men's titles, four by four records. Uh, and then ironically, of late, the women have been really, really deep uh mm-hmm. in the in the four hundred. I know they won an indoor title in twenty nineteen. I don't know their stats off the you 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 uh yeah, they don't have any individual titles outdoors, but the women have been successful, and really the men are just carrying. Just in the in the fashion, the LSU women were carrying things for four hundred or for hundred meter. You, uh, the the USC men are just carrying it. You can make an argument on the men's side for Baylor. Just, just I mean, it's just nice when 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 you know as an as two two uh, alums, you have Jeremy Warner and Michael Johnson, two of maybe yeah. I mean two of the five best four meter runners yeah. in world history. It's just a numbers game though again and uh you know uh USC's got a got a got a uh full stable while while Baylor just has you know a few guys
1: yeah a lot of those USC titles I mean, you, you can look it up on the stats that you have in front of you, but I think a lot of those thirteen USC titles uh, go back a ways. Like if you if you go into yeah. into the '40s and '50s, uh, USC or Southern Cal, as they're listed uh, oftentimes on there, was winning a lot of titles in a lot of different NCAA championships. But yeah, you just look at the recency, um, the recent performances. Excuse me, and you got the men's collegiate record. You have the women, and they've run the second fastest time in history as well, too. I know Ellis didn't get that individual title, Lena Irby Beater, in yeah. Eugene a couple of years back, but they are they are solid. They are deep. I think this would have been a situation yeah. where Baylor would have had it, or maybe even Texas A&M would have had it, or maybe Texas, right? Texas, especially pulled on by the women, Sonia Richard-Ross, Courtney Okolo, maybe they would have had it. But I think a couple of years ago, I think USC would have started to wrestle it away and yeah. I think they firmly, they firmly have it now in their grasp. Um, and I think indoor, like this year would have been really interesting to see with them. Cause obviously they don't have Michael Norman anymore, but that women's side of things was loaded. I mean, they had four yeah. really, really solid women who at the outset looked like they could make the NCAA final in the 400 and perhaps one of them would break through. So I feel pretty strongly that that USC is the best choice here for quarter mile U.
0: Yeah, and I didn't, you know, speaking of times, I didn't even think of, I wasn't on the top of my mind uh, thinking about Kendall Ellis, but, you know, one of the few women ever to break 50 seconds um, Mm -hmm. on the NCAA level. And, you know, it just adds into what – the women's team is doing currently and then with with what the men have done I, I i don't necessarily think there's a question now if you want to split it between genders you know maybe i mean i i it's mm-hmm. one of those things like like in the nba where you would be like what's the best what's the best basket you know what's the best team in nba history and you're tempted mm-hmm. to go with maybe I'm biased here, but you're tempted to go with the Bulls because they had the best player of all time in Michael Jordan. Again, that's up for debate as well now, but most people would say Michael Jordan. So you'd pick a Bulls team. Well, you go, what's the best 400 meter school? When you have Michael Johnson, I realize he's not the world record holder anymore, but I think most people would say Michael Johnson is still the world's best ever 400 meter runner as far as full body of work. So it really leans things into and the you know into the uh, into the favor not into the favor but you know helps Baylor along and then they leave that era break for a couple years and then you have Jeremy Warner right there as well it uh, I see why they declared them that but I just think the belt has been snatched definitely by <laughs> USC and I think Michael Norman was the guy who went out and grabbed it and you know firmly put it in Los Angeles
1: yeah you could look at that. 20 was it 2018 indoor meet and i know i'm not counting indoors in most scenarios or i'm not fact weighing them in heavily but the men ran the fastest time in history aka a world record that yeah. didn't count norman broke the world record ellis won that one right ellis won the 2018 ncaa indoor championship i want to say that she did um okay and i think she i think she broke the collegiate record you fact check me on that while while i'm talking here And I believe the USC women won as well. So I think they got both individual titles and both uh, relay titles. And they did it in record-setting performances across the board. And then, obviously, that carried into 2018 uh, Outdoors where Norman did what he did. The men did what they did. The women won the 4 by 4 And then Ellis came up short. But, I mean, she came up short against a really good runner. so
0: Yeah. I'm having you trouble. My, do you have my CNC. facts here?
1: Your your Googling isn't working here, Lincoln. It's just uh I could do it on my phone here. It's um, fine. It's
0: fine. I can I can I can do this. Just just talk for me for just a second. T for sometimes a little slow was, to load. Yes. Kindle Ellis won the twenty eighteen indoor title in the four hundred meters. So there you go.
1: Yeah, and that was uh I believe that was a, a, a collegiate record indoors. Fifty um, thirty seven. So re- uh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: There were so many records record. in that meet. So Yes, that was yes. the most that was the most dizzying meet uh, I've ever been at when it when it comes to when it comes to records. So, you can excuse me if I got a collegiate record or an American record or a U20 record mixed up. Point being that 2018 indoor meet was really where uh, I think things uh, shifted. Let's go to the mid distances. Now, do you want to break this cool. up into 800 U and mile U, do you want to throw it all together for mid to. distance U? Okay.
0: I prefer okay. to break it up, yeah.
1: <sighs> Well, this one, I think, is clear as well, too. I think it's, if it's 800U, I think it's Oregon.
0: That's weird. I see. I wouldn't have thought of that off the top of my head. You know, I wouldn't have said uh, right away that Oregon, and just to just sidebar us here, yes, Kendall Lawless does have the indoor uh, collegiate record in the 400. I know a lot of people were waiting around for that to load. <laughs> The I should have trusted it The CC website can can load a little little slow sometimes. Okay. Oregon, yes. In the 2 the 2010s, they had Weeding and Greer. Before that, they had Joaquin Cruz. Their school record because they count uh out of out of season marks is 14177. I got a feeling that one may never be broken. I don't know. You <laughs> tell me. Uh on the women's side, they have they have arguably the goat raven rogers uh she won five 800 titles uh they've got the mm-hmm. numbers i just man uh tennessee i feel like has an argument texas a they've had some people lately i don't think they quite make the cut i guess i i saw this as a tennessee versus oregon fight and it looks like oregon mm-hmm. has the numbers i just don't think of them i like like i said i think before, perception is reality. I didn't think of them necessarily as 800U. Famously, Penn State has declared themselves 800U. I don't know what they're 800U oh, they of. Have? I guess getting second through fifth place at NCAAs is uh, hey, what Isaiah they're- Isaiah Harris a title. Isaiah
1: Harris want a there title. There you go. There you go.
0: No, and literally Penn State has, I think they even had shirts made. So when you have shirts made, that is like as official as this can get. That's like the track and field thing, a version of carving it into stone. Um, but yeah, on a numbers basis, it's it's Oregon. I, I just kind of had associated Tennessee with, and I know not currently, but, but I had associated Tennessee with that. But it looks like Oregon should probably have this.
1: Well, but I mean, Tennessee does have seven men's titles outdoors. Yeah. Plus you add in on the women's side of things, you know, Phoebe Wright. Chanel Price, Joetta Clark, um, they've they've won. I think combined. I don't know how many the women have. Do the women have more than three? I, I believe they might have sure. exactly three. I don't think Chanel Price won it, but I think Joetta Clark won it. I think Phoebe Wright won it. I think there's one other one that I'm missing in the early '80s. So I think they might have, they might be able to match Oregon um, with ten. But that's where I think maybe you would lean towards the the current era uh, and and you look at just how strong Oregon is with yeah. pe- with names like
0: weeding with
1: names like Raven Rogers Laura Raisler
0: on and on and on absolutely um, and you know if you don't want to do that you can go back to Cruz who won the Olympic title as a 20 21 year old in 1984 <laughs> so sure it, I, I I think they have it I think Part of it is, you know, I've been a little distracted by the modern era we settled in, in one school. I know Texas A&M is trying to build this out. It seems like Brazier built momentum for that school is 800 because now they're getting a lot of big recruits. Yeah. You know, I think Moe's going there. Uh, they've got Brandon Miller, who's Brandon Miller. out of Missouri that I know of. You know, they had Frey. They obviously had Watson. You know they had Devin Dixon. Who knows if he's coming back? But they've had some, had some yeah. bodies for sure. Had some names, but Oregon still, still stands out. And let's not forget how good Elijah Greer was too. I guess I, mm-hmm. I think of him. He's about he's around my age, and he was kind of the, the dude with the long hair during when I was coming up. Uh, uh, he didn't have quite the pro career some of those other names, but Oregon has done it lately, and they've done it, you know, ten years ago and and in between. And uh, no school, I guess, has really, really thrived, has outshined them. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though Tennessee, really, uh, you know, in the 2000s had, and and before that had some had some big, big names.
1: Yeah, I put Tennessee there number two. I think. I mean, Texas A&M is interesting. You know, consecutive women's titles now.
0: They're coming with, for the belt. They're coming for it.
1: Yeah, with Watson and Frey from 18 and 19. Penn State just always having someone in the mix. It seems like is yep. is a, a point in their favor. Danae Rivers, Isaiah Harris, Kaz Loxham. They always they're really deep in the mid distances across the board. Uh, UTEP, maybe you throw them in there with an honorable mention with Saruni and and Career, although that's more more recent maybe it's just confined to those two we'll see if they can keep it going but yeah that's yeah, I if think this gordon would...
0: mack, if gordon mack has a choice he, he'd pick utah he'd just utah. say it was those yeah. two.
1: i think uh i think tennessee would have had it and then oregon would have got it away from them uh yep. maybe after that last raven rogers title i think that would have been that would have been enough um i mean and it's not just Rod, I mean, it's Rogers and four four other women besides Rogers have won, uh, NCAA title for them, right? And that's going back. So they have '80s too, right? They have Claudette Grotendal, right? Didn't she win in '80? She win in '85? Do I have that? Do I have that right? Again, I can't. My computer will crash if I have too many uh, tabs open. But I think Grotendal won in '85.
0: Two oh one back in in nineteen eighty five. 201's pretty stinking good for nineteen eighty five.
1: Yeah, so she was one, and then you had what Rebecca Noble in 04. Then you had uh raceler and then the three from Rogers. I guess I'm missing one other woman that that won it. I don't know who's the who'd be the fifth woman who won it for Oregon, Kessel Ring, besides Gordon Dahl, Oh, and Kessel, she, she won the 800. I thought she won the 15. She won the 800.
0: Uh, wow. no, she won the in the 11. She See? won the. Yeah. Yep. and '11, she won it.
1: Yeah. See, they have. I mean, they have so many people who win. You f- like people like that who won an NCAA title, like go under the radar a bit yep. there, right? Someone like Ann Kesselring mm-hmm. or Rebecca Noble. I mean, like because of Rogers and Race on how good they were, it just uh, gets lost a bit. Okay, let's go to the mile slash fifteen hundred. Yep. Well, we can argue later about whether it should be called mile U or fifteen hundred U. It's good. Familiar name here again with Oregon. Um, now, depending on how far you want to go back, so if the men won a lot of titles, um, recent and a while ago. But twelve yep. for the men, three three for the women. Villanova thirteen with the men and two for the women. Um, obviously, and Sonia Sullivan never won a a title in this event. But she has, you know, incredibly fast marks as well too. There, Sydney Marie for Villanova has a second fastest mark of all time. So if you just go on titles, the way I counted it was it was fifteen to fifteen. Okay, so pretty close. Honorable mention: I'll mention Wisconsin at the top eight women's titles, and obviously Oliver Hoare on the men's side recently winning
0: it. Susie Favor. Uh, yeah, she's been she's no Nova good. versus
1: Oregon. Who do you got?
0: I for if we're not getting judged here. By leaning towards the modern era, I, I want to pick Oregon. And now, Villanova won three straight titles. I mean, we also didn't mention Eman Coglin was there, too. Maybe you did, and I just wasn't paying attention. They also had Marty LaCory. I'm just back when this thing was a mile. I don't know. They've had some dudes. Let's yeah. let's be real here. They've had some. They've had some big, big names. Guys that are still names today, like like we mentioned mm-hmm. with whoa dave waddle won the fifth won the uh won the 1500 two years in a row nice that's pretty cool I'm, i'm learning my i'm learning my history as we as we go along here uh i don't think anyone's gonna have a problem with us picking oregon right now um if i'm feeling particularly nostalgic for my dad's childhood maybe i would lean towards villanova but as it stands now i think i've Feel more comfortable with guys named Mac Fleet, with Matt Centrowitz, with Andy Weeding, and hey, even in, in uh, Jakim Cruz. So,
1: I'm gonna take Oregon. You're gonna take Oregon. Well, this year, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is Villanova, though. Well, I guess you can say it's about Oregon too, right? There's not the the Centro or the Sydney Marie right now, currently for either of those two teams. But yeah, I mean, wasn't wasn't Casey Comer a stride away from winning that indoor title last year? I mean, that it's that happened. Close. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Ben Malone ran some fast marks for them, and then on Oregon side, look at how deep they were this year. They had the best, the fastest DMR in collegiate yeah. history too. So, I mean, they're both still relevant currently. Although the the superstar element has trended more towards Oregon in the recent years. let's look at the women though so the women have jessica hall ran the second fastest time in collegiate history got runner-up and then the year before won it all villanova has sheila reed they do she's good um and i don't know they both always seem to have people in the mix
0: god wisconsin Um, though i can't
1: Susie favor won it four years in a row yeah yeah dang just learning with lincoln here uh uh, this is sorry. why I wanted to. This is why I wanted to uh, make it mid-distance. To you, even though it doesn't sound good, is because it tilts it. It it makes it more clear who's the winner. I think well, it's or- a genuine toss. It's up Oregon.
0: It's got to be Oregon, right? Obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just think it. it it's more of a toss-up here. I think you can make a strong argument for Nova. You're going with yeah. Oregon. I respect that. Uh, the do I just
0: you want, want to point out there, there was a yeah. run from 19. 19- on the men's side from 1954 to 1962 where it was either Villanova or Oregon winning imagine two schools tossing it back and forth it runs the gamut here from Bill Dellinger Rod Delaney to Dyrol Burleson don't know I don't know Dyrol not familiar with his work but uh Oh, you got to read the Bowerman book, man. You got to read the Bowerman yeah.
1: book. There's there's a lot of Daryl terrible... Well, that's um, actually how I got the idea for this show is I, I unearthed a podcast from 1963 where it was two people going back and forth saying, mm-hmm. should it – does Oregon have the belt right now or does Nova? Um, So this has been a uh, the wrestling. They're wrestling.
0: I think – can we call it a toss-up? I mean – This is does, 60 does years, Oregon, Lincoln.
1: It's been going on for 60 years. It
0: really, this is – this was – uh this is the, I don't know, the original, this is like uh, Republicans versus Democrats. I mean, this is like the original fight. The the 1500 belt in the NCAA is, uh, is totally still up for grabs, and it has been for over 50 years. This is... So whew. you've moved it to toss-up? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Villanova, I know they haven't done it like... Like super recently because their last title, God, that see that to me is that's the problem right well, now with Villanova is their last title has been was it 1981? I mean I don't know if they've won no, since no, Marie. No, women. She, the men's side, won in
1: eleven. Yeah, the men's
0: well, side though. I look at it. I think that's where the battle is being waged here, though, is is the men's and women's side or the the men's side, and 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 I think Oregon maybe outleans it. Maybe I'll have to give it back to Oregon.
1: Yeah. All right. So you're are you okay with yeah. that?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to the Ducks. <laughs> Controversial. I mean, you went to Oregon. You're not gonna you're not gonna lean have lean on any bias here.
1: Uh I'm biased towards the Oregon club team and this is not mm. the club team. This right. is only That's good correction. This is this is the this is the division one team of which I could not get close to. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm just looking where the I just look at the numbers and it's it's so hard to, to pull these apart, but yeah, I guess the 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 depth currently, or I guess the depth since the two thousands or even the twenty tens is is pretty strong in Oregon's favor. Um, right. I'm I'm willing I'm willing to hear it. Still, as a toss up, but okay. Uh, fair, fair. I mean, just because like just because of the names like Coglin, Marie, um, O'Sullivan, the Corey. you know, LaCorey, like those are legends that are still relevant right yeah. now, right? Those That's are not. True. Um, I don't. I don't know if, if did Jen Rines win a 1500 title. I know she will we'll talk about them more in the 5,000 or 10,000 later, but those went, like even uh like there's legendary like those are legendary performances um and yeah they happened a couple decades ago but i think that carries more weight than just random random person winning um totally who we didn't hear from again okay uh steeple you steeple yep. you now again this is another one that got branded a few years ago going to colorado they got six women's titles. Jenny Simpson, Coburn and Shalaya Kip. On the men's side Billy Nelson was also good, although he didn't get a title. So my my thought, my first thought is, okay, it's Colorado, but there are other teams that you know won a lot of titles here. Uh I, should we open it up to consideration?
0: Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. Let's not Let's not give this away just yet. You know who's won a lot of steeplechases? UTEP. UTEP men have mm-hmm. won a lot. They've had a lot of like studs too over the years. So on the men's side, UTEP. Now they're not going to have the same thing on the women's side. the mm-hmm. the The Colorado women really have done well in in that department. Um, but. The steeple has not been around very long on the women's side, only since 2001. Yeah. But the thing is, branding matters, like I said, and people are not going to say <laughs> UTEP right now. But when you look at the full sum of titles, they have mm-hmm. 10 titles. Does that outweigh – they have 10 men's titles alone. Yeah. Does that outweigh everyone else? I mean, if even if it, it's not, not balanced on the genders, when you have the most titles – I feel like that makes you 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 a you, if you catch my drift. Yeah, there. I think you might have to get this to UTEP. <laughs> I mean, the men are just carrying the entire school, and some would say the city of El Paso uh, as a whole. How many how many men have won those ten titles?
1: Because there were I, I'm remembering a lot of doubling and a lot
0: of uh, three peats. Yeah, let's let's check this out. That's a good question, Kevin. Thank you for asking that. Uh We've got James. Munyala one. Uh, We have Jim Svanoy two. We have uh, Mercea Bogdan three. We have Anthony Rotich four. Uh, So we have four four guys. Okay. All right. I mean that's that's yeah that's they had two guys win it three three years in a row, like that obviously helped helped their case.
1: Let me let me throw some other names out there. Arkansas got five men titles, men's titles. BYU is interesting. Three women's titles, three men's titles. And if you want to go recency, what did they qualify? Four men to the steeple final last year in in Austin. Okay. I know that they didn't win. Three or four, but they had a, a huge chunk of it. Erica Burke on the the women's side as well too. I think you can make a claim for BYU with with past and present there. Listen,
0: the, the the steeple is weak. You have to win the steeple to be to to impress me. I don't okay. care how many like a okay, okay, steeple is a weak Eastern event.
1: K- a couple of years Eastern. ago, I know Eastern Kentucky branded themselves as Steeple you because they had qualified somebody to the I think to the men's the final
0: for out of the East prelims. Wow, I'm stunned.
1: <laughs> I liked it. It was bold mm-hmm. that they went yeah. for it. Uh, I'm still I'm still sticking with Colorado. I'm still with oh, oh, Colorado see, I because of the name I the name Utah. power. That's fine. You're not gonna consider both genders. That's fine. Uh I do. You. I just
0: Dist- one carried the t- carried the the weight there. Okay, so we're distance we're, we're for split this. There.
1: That's fine. and uh, five thousand and ten thousand were considered. I guess you could throw cross country in there. Um, yeah. you'll like this. UTEP men uh, had ten titles between the five thousand and ten thousand. I think this is a you know Wisconsin has won a lot. As you mentioned, Susie favor Hamilton at all. Arizona's won yeah. a bunch. But I think this goes down to four teams, Arkansas, Oregon, Villanova, and Stanford.
0: Yeah, I, I, I feel that this is another Oregon-Villanova type of a situation. And obviously Arkansas is close there. Um, I, I would throw out... St- Stanford, just because I, I I think that they're maybe they they have the in my opinion the the weakest case, although they, they do have plenty of women's titles. Um, I mean, the temptation because they have the names, um, and I know Villanova's been there. The temptation for me is to go to Oregon. Uh, but I could definitely hear the argument for Villanova. I th- they've had so many, as you were just pointing out in the 1500 section of this, they, they've had a lot of big names and, and, you know, it extends out into, into the five, the 5,000 when you, when you talk about as you were mentioning, uh, Jen Rines just, uh, a moment ago, they've, they've had a lot of, a lot of bodies. And then, you know, on the women's, on the men's side, they had Pat Tiernan recently winning cross country in 2016, uh. I mean, if 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 someone's gonna if you're asked if you ask somebody right now from who's age 20 to 40, they're gonna say who's the best distance who's been the best distance program of all time without looking it up in the NCAA. I think most people are gonna choose Oregon. I could be wrong mm-hmm. there. You might get some Arkansas in there, but if you maybe you go 40 to 60, people are gonna say villanova and so this falls upon what year you were born and what era you came up in my era no question it was it's oregon and maybe some of that is is nike's influence right i mean i i remember mm-hmm. learning about steve prefontaine because somebody that played uh, on our soccer team had a shirt that said pre lives and i'm like what is pre lives what does that mean and that's how i first learned about him and uh yeah Nike's done better in the marketing department of marketing their stars. And, obviously, they – or, excuse me, Oregon Oregon has. And Oregon has had Edward Cesarek recently. And, you know, a little bit before that, they had uh, Galen Rupp. And, before that, they obviously had Steve Prefontaine, other names in between. Mm-hmm. So, I think it falls upon how old you are. Because, if you look at the numbers, Villanova sh- should – you know, maybe has an edge. Um, but, but um, it's just all about – Well, also, it breaks see. down – I mean, gender-wise, it breaks down
1: pretty strongly too. Because Villanova, fourteen women's titles in the five and the ten, uh, only two men's titles in those events, and then they yeah. have nine. They have nine nine women's team titles in cross country. The men only have four. Okay, but that's far ahead of Oregon, who only has two women's titles uh, individually and then four cross country titles. So you could say Nova is the women's view. Yes. Uh, I know we didn't want to break it apart like that. For the men though, you got to throw Arkansas in there because you're talking about Arkansas with 11 men's cross country titles. Um, yeah. Although Oregon on the track, Oregon on the track, 10 5K titles, and four 10K <sighs> titles. Stanford is pretty balanced in there as yeah. well too, with uh, 10 men or 10 women, eight men, and then. Five women's cross and four men's cross. Like that's a pretty good yeah, I, uh, distribution. I think
0: Stanford recently, I, I don't think of the machine years. I think of recently where it's close, but no cigar. I know they got Grant Fisher winning a title and Sean McGordy, but I more associate them with getting close in cross country on the team side and then, you know, finishing yeah. I think Grant Fisher, finishing runner up behind Morgan McDonald uh, uh, several times. And so I, I have to check my my era and check my bias towards recency um, or else, you know, you forget about how good some of these schools have been in the, in in the uh, not too distant past. Okay, so you're picking UTEP for that one, is that right? UTEP for the distance? No. Yeah, ten no, men's although... titles. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm actually gonna go <laughs> with joke. Oregon. I'm gonna go with you're Oregon going with there. Oregon here. Okay. Yeah.
1: I. Yeah, it's just when you're balancing it out by gender, it is. There. I'm inclined to say Nova. Uh,
0: yeah, but, but I, I don't, understand I don't
1: that. I want to give two. I want to give three titles. Like, they've won five more men's cross-country titles than, than Oregon.
0: Okay. Fair. It's a lot. Who I mean, even cares about cross-country, though? Like, I don't – I've never met anyone okay, that's so- like – are we just limiting
1: this? <laughs> I mean, for limiting a track, I guess you could you could pull out Oregon and just say they have it. I guess the argument for Oregon for the men would be like, yeah, look at the 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 stars that they've yep. produced post college. Yep. But I mean, you could say this Arkansas women have produced a ton of stars as well too.
0: Yes. Yeah. You could say that. That one. Some tough. people have, are saying it. it up throws it.
1: you. I'm giving those to UCLA. I did research. They got a lot of titles across all the disciplines. Although yes. I'm going to split this up. I'm going to split this up. Mississippi State, come on down. You're javelin, you because you went one, two, three at outdoors last year, and that was really
0: cool. So shout yes. out to Mississippi State. And they got and then their their dude Peters won the world title. So yeah, they they know how to throw sticks okay. down there in. Uh, oh crap! I don't know what town Mississippi State's in. Huh? Uh, you know. There you go. Starkville. Yep. Starkville. Cool. There you go. Uh,
1: So triple jump and long jump. You horizontal jump. You, Yeah. man, this one was a shocker for me. Uh, I thought at first, Oh, clearly Florida, obviously Florida, Christian Taylor, Will Clay, Omar Craddock, Marquise Dendy, Keandre Bates, Grant Holloway. If Grant Holloway is like the fifth name you're mentioning, you're pretty good. But then you dive into the, you dive into the history books here. Look at this. Arkansas, 21 men's titles, four yes. of the top eight all-time in the long jump. Mike Conley, senior, whose son would go on to win the NBA horse competition during quarantine. Big. Uh, number two all-time in the triple jump. All right? Just the names um, and the top people. Edric Florial went to Arkansas. Bet you didn't know that, Lincoln. Wow. Did you know that? Won a bunch of NCAA titles with him. Nope. Now – I didn't I didn't see that they won any women's titles. So if you're going to give it to Florida, it's going to be because of the dominance recently. I mean, they had a six-year right. reign in the triple jump that was between three different guys. And you're also going to give it to them because they've had a women's star here in Giannis David.
0: Here's so, the thing, though. You got to choose there. If, and it looks like Arkansas will come up later, but so far we've done like six, seven events and we haven't declared Arkansas a blank you of anything arkansas is the best track team of the 80s and 90s like they and part you know 2000s too and are still really damn good on the on the women's side i i'm gonna pick arkansas on their 21 titles i don't care how they've come and if they've just come on one side or arkansas takes this
1: okay i'm going to florida i just and with the balance i don't care about balance
0: give me numbers if if you win well, a bajillion titles that's you yeah
1: okay i can see it yeah. i i think arkansas had it and then i think it went it went inactive it went dormant for a little bit and then they jumped in but yeah mike conley Floreal, uh and then all, all the other i mean what's that that i mean the top of that list like i said arkansas all over the place there uh yeah. georgia eight women's titles by the way in a long and triple jump. kator Orgy. Good, they, highly done,
0: Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll get some they'll get some shout out coming up, so we don't need Georgia to be there right now.
1: You know what? I'm switching it back. It's Arkansas.
0: Yeah. I thank just you. thought about Oof. how good
1: Mike Conley's really good.
0: Again, I, I was yeah. gonna have to send out I was gonna have the, to send out officials to your house <laughs> to see if you were okay. If you're gonna the not branding,
1: man. Titles. The branding was strong. They would like go to USA's and finish like one, two, three in the jumps, and they'd be on the podium sure. doing this
0: right and, and like I argued like I argued have- yeah like I argued for Baylor I mean they have arguably the triple jump goat in Christian Taylor uh yeah I mean at least a guy who's won a ton of titles I know he doesn't have the world record but he helps them significantly having him in in on their side is is big as far as branding post-collegiately
1: yeah I just and think they like have tough-
0: they have the gator chomp that Arkansas they don't I mean they call the hogs which one's cooler Yelling at pigs or doing a alligator chomp. I mean, I think that one's obvious.
1: I don't look, I'll say this though, because we are factoring in what have you done for us lately? I don't think Florida needs to get to 21 titles before this evens up. I think if they have another great in the next few years, I'm willing to move it over. I'm willing to move it over. They need another, they need another NCAA champion. If they can do this one more time, that to me is going to be enough. Fine, but then if Arkansas has somebody, then they're going to extend it a little bit. But whoo, 21 titles! 21 titles, pretty good.
0: That's pretty amazing. good. Um, 14, 14. high
1: jump you come on down, Kansas State. You are now yeah. high jump you. Seven men's titles in the last 21 years. Eric Canard, number two all time, and they also have two women's titles.
0: Yep. Um, you know, I was at a meeting, unanimous. I was uh, at a meet one time when Eric Kennard was competing, and I remember my teammate said, "There's this guy from Kansas State who's like, uh, who's like an Olympic hopeful." And this was 2011 or 2012. I can't remember. probably 11. And we were at the Missouri Southern Stampede or whatever, some small invitation. I was like, "No," because I like I was always on my team. I knew the most about track. I was like, "There's not an Olympic hopeful at this meet." And sure enough, this guy is over there. You know, just ripping, <laughs> ripping like two twenty jumps easily, and uh, then you know either later the next year, or later that year, I can't remember which year it was. I mean, he won, he won silver, and of course that's going to be ultimately, we think, upgraded to to gold. So, Eric Kennard stands out as a uh, as a Kansas State great. Who know? I mean, Manhattan, Kansas for high jump, you that that doesn't seem like that could be possible, but the the numbers back it up.
1: It's a. Coaching, yeah. Look at, I mean, there's a bunch of different people who have won titles there too. It's not like Canard didn't win four in a row, and then somebody else won three in a row. They have uh, several champions there. Uh, some other one vault gave this to Arkansas. This was tough. It was spread out a lot, a bunch, a lot, uh, spread out amongst a lot of different schools. Um, even Arkansas has won a lot of titles. So maybe just the yeah. state of Arkansas, like it's vault state. But uh, Arkansas two women's titles. They have three of the top seven all time: Lexi Weeks, Sandy Morris, Tina Suheg. They have one men's title. That one was that one was tough. Um, Multi U again recency would say Georgia, right? Yeah, because you got kind of Kenda or- got no. Kendall Williams. No. Yeah, Oregon is strong though too. Georgia got Marcelo Webo, but Oregon Eaton Tyson. They also Kelly Blair back in the day santiago lorenzo for when i was in oregon um they have eight titles and byu has nine t- titles um
0: wait 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 and how does ten- how does oregon only have eight titles that's not right you're talking just outdoors
1: yeah outdoors you oh, the rules outdoors. at the beginning
0: of the okay. show they have a ton more when you packed her in the happen the pens so
1: yeah how, how many titles does Brian Tyson have again
0: yeah, she has six in the. I know I got that. This has been up for debate recently, but she has six in the multi events and then a four by four record. I got my record. I got my, my numbers. Uh, you sure it's not five got, and then the four by four? No, I thought it was five. Here's the thing though: Tifers is not always reliable. Sometimes you have to cross reference Tifers with their, you know, University of Oregon bios. But Tifers told well, me she I only sent had you- five. She has six.
1: I sent you this. Uh, uh- exhaustive PDF for you to, to look it up. Okay. So are you going Georgia? Or are you going Oregon? Oh,
0: God, I mean, Georgia Dang. could have
1: indoors or even out with I mean, Johannes. Irma, still, like, they could have, they could have like it's this still year. Oregon.
0: I mean, it's still Oregon. They have, they have arguably the greatest decathlete of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's 0.1 in their favorite and, and 5 four, five, six. Um, I'm of the opinion that that you know this era is particularly weak in the multis and Georgia money balling away those those team points with that. I I just think when you have a legend, you have two. Really, I mean, let's not take too much away from Breanne; she was very very good. And you you also have uh, Lorenzo there too. I, I I think it's still Oregon. Mm-hmm. So and, and you've
1: given four of these to Oregon you're just completely yeah, well, what I was say
0: here this is just a ballpark idea you can let me know if I'm wrong I mean Oregon's won so many of these it's almost like they're track town and since w- that's we're in the United States we could say they're track town USA I don't I'm just thinking I just here maybe we can call them that I don't know if that would catch on
1: you have the eight the 15 you gave them the distance and then now you're giving them multis uh okay yeah. hurdles our last one hurdle you so we combined the highs and the lows here, even though they're vastly different events. I think this comes down to a two-team race. Although there are a lot of, a lot of contenders here. I'll run yeah. through the, some teams that didn't make the cut for the final two. But UCLA, especially the women, and, and, and on the men's side as well too, especially the four-minute hurdles, really strong. Texas Am m real strong. Arkansas with McLeod and Janique Brown. Kentucky with Camacho Quinn, Sydney, Kenny, and Daniel Roberts. That's pretty good. Uh, And then South Carolina, Jason Richardson, Terrence Trammell, Lashinda Demas. That's a pretty good alumni base there. But then you go to the two finalists, I believe Florida and Mm -hmm. USC. Florida has 11 titles since 2011 outdoors. Grant Holloway, Eric Futch, Karan Clement, among others. USC, Gina, uh, sorry, uh, Ginny Powell, Nia Ali, Anna Cockerell. Chanel Brissett, Ryan Wilson, Ry Benjamin, Ali Harris, among others. So in the honorable mention group, obviously there's some complete, complete studs there. Some of those names are even bigger than the ones that I mentioned for USC. But the longevity for Florida yeah. and USC and the distribution amongst
0: both hurdle events is, is incredibly impressive. For Florida, did you say 11 titles since 2011 or since 2000? Because you have here on this doc since 2000. Since 2000. Okay, I was going to say that'd be absurd. I mean, I would have, I would have almost believed it with since 2011, just with well, what Holloway did and Futch, and then obviously Karan Clement. But that was before that. Okay, so since 2000, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Gosh, Holloway obviously makes me want want. You know, his, his personality alone, let alone his track resume, pushes me towards Florida. But look how many studs USC has had, specifically in the low hurdles. I mean, Rye, a cockerel, and then obviously you have world champion there, Nia Ali. You probably, highs, though, yeah. you probably go with Florida, though, From for me here. You got an Olympic champion in Clement. You got a world champion in Holloway. Those are two different events. But the balance, the balance though, for the genders, USC takes it, I think. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with Florida. Yeah, that's
1: why I'm leaning Florida, right? you actually. <laughs> yeah, you're going USC. Breaking, breaking all the rules here,
0: mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln.
1: Yeah, I think if, if USC had in the, the – I mean, rise is like – I mean, he didn't get the string of titles that Holloway did yep. and didn't get the, the global gold medal, but – 4702. Um, he's one of them <laughs> he's one of the fastest in history. So I you can you can almost draw a line there between those two and say, okay, well that's a wash, then go on to the next one. Like you have yeah. the you know two of the two collegiate record holders, right? But then you gotta go uh on the women's side of things, obviously USC is ahead, but then the Cl- clement as the second best person on the men's side is a very good person to have uh if that's yeah. your second person. But
0: yeah, if he's your Again, pimpin, just, you're doing a total, okay. the
1: yeah, with the with the balance here between the genders, I'm gonna go with uh, with SC. So mm. SC, SC to me 400 U and hurdle U currently. Florida very close in the jumps and very close in the hurdles. Literally, I like they can if, turn if that around. These
0: athletes, like if if Kenny Harrison would have went to one of these schools, it would push me in that favor. If Sydney would have gone yeah. to one of these finalists like it's easy but they had to complicate it by by going to Kentucky and Kentucky Kentucky's got some names there too. Yeah. I just think they they've got names maybe not the raw numbers that we would want. Um so I I can see your USC pick and probably on balance men and women they they hold it. I just whew. I always when it comes to a hurdle fight like I always want to find myself on the side where Grant Holloway is so that's where i'm gonna feel safest so yeah that's where i'll go
1: well kentucky's well kentucky's so fascinating titles abound on those on that squad and daniel roberts obviously had to
0: compete with grant holloway yeah that's not that's not fair yeah you can only manage a 13 flat like that's rough it's just you know it's a rough one
1: (laughs) tough tough break to be competing uh against him but i I, you could say uh you know anna Cockerell had to hurdle against sydney too right right so that's uh that's, that's tough. Although you know, she eventually, she got her title.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So that's it. Those are all the use with plenty of controversy and debates. If people mm-hmm. want to write in and let us know what they think flow track podcast at, at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I think the toughest one for me is that, that distance one, just cause there's so many yeah. data points in there.
0: It's very, it's very yeah. complicated. I'd be fine with giving it to Nova too. I'd like, I can, I can, I can hear that. Um, I don't know. I mean, some people may think yeah. I got paid off by Oregon today, and maybe I did. So <laughs> what? Whatever. Um, but I don't know. Let's not ever underrate how good Oregon's been throughout the years in many events.
1: Yeah, I, I mean the, the other tough ones for me, steeple, the horizontal jumps and the hurdles. Not tough. Those tougher. are, are d- U It's UTEP. You, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Uh, it's that time zone. The, how far is Boulder from uh, El Paso? It's not too far. Maybe there's something in that, uh, what is that? Latitude, longitude, something in that longitude that mm-hmm. makes people really good at the steeple. The barriers, uh, they're actually the they're a
0: foot lower on each, in each side. It's crazy, yeah.
1: LSU, though, we're unanimous on. So
0: Yes. For the 100. That's yeah. one
1: thing we definitely agreed on. Um, and USC in the 400. Yeah. All right. We will leave it there again. Uh, flow podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the old episodes with the video on the site, go to flow track.org slash FlowTrack podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, and where else you find podcasts, Lincoln and Gordon will be on tomorrow. And then Lincoln and I will close out the week on friday do you have a guest last week you we're you and annou- last week you yeah, announced guys. the guest and i was nervous that it wasn't going to happen and then i was like lincoln's cocky he's calling his shots out here so do yeah. you want to announce anything or no
0: no i don't because i don't i'm okay. not feeling as confident yet so we're, we're 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 working on it but it's uh it's not set in stone just yet let's let's be a little let's be patient
1: okay so we will have to be patient on that could end up being me and lincoln again
0: yeah. who knows Maybe our sons yep. can talk. There you go. All right.
1: We'll t- we'll talk to you guys next time.